Welcome in, man whore. I don't understand how I'm a man whore when I have one one person in my life. <laughs> one. Oh. Yeah, you got three. What three people do I have in my life? Your left hand, your right hand, <laughs> and oh. really, I was about to be so cutthroat, but I withheld my joke because I didn't want to be a bad friend. I was just saying I would rather have my my left and my right hand than to have somebody who has like you know the four personalities and then their left or their right hand. So that's like technically like twelve hands. Fair <laughs> more. Fair. Is that fair? <laughs> fair. <laughs> oh man, I'm tired. Shout out to being the last undefeated team in the state of Alabama. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, so I think that's been for a couple of weeks now, right? Nah, what's his name? We were going 1v1 with uh, – we had to go 1v we, – we were still with uh, Spain Park because Spain Park was like one in the state. We're, we were two. And like they lost last night, so now they're like twelve and one, and we're eleven and zero. Gotcha. Yeah, but we got like three big games, and we got a key injury that's coming up. I mean, a key injury out, and we have a real big game on Thursday. Our girls' coach got COVID, so like we were about to play two good teams at the beginning of the week. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. I think we can still win. If we do win, like that, they're ranked sixth in six A. So if we wind up beating them, that'll be that'll be nice. Y'all watch that movie uh, Safety on Disney Plus? What's that? It's a movie about a guy that played at Clemson back in '06. Um, he had to take his brother and like have his brother sleep in his dorm room. Because their mom was in rehab. The Disney Disney movie, you know, very inspiring and uplifting and based on a true story, you know, all that good stuff. So basically you want us to get in our feelings before the podcast. No, I'm not saying to do it, no. <laughs> but but what I liked about it the most is that it was like it was like the first sports movie that acknowledged the reality of a college student athlete and like how little time they actually have outside of him having to take care of his little brother. Not unless you're a surefire NFL, I mean, a draft pick is no point. No point whatsoever. Literally zero time. They were showing that he had. Like, yeah, no, that's that's real. Yeah, by the one. By the way, everybody go ahead and get one. It's worth it. It's so worth it. I'm sorry, we're not about to pay eight, nine hundred dollars for a system that's going to be available in a couple of months. Watch when, watch when we go back on quarantine. 
and they only sell it online, and you can't get it in stores because they shut everything down until September next year. You're going to be like, dang, I'm bored as hell up in my house. Good thing I've got this uh, expensive uh, Xbox Series X that I don't use. Yeah, like, I don't know why you bought the expensive Xbox. That was what was available through work. I'm, and I'm, I'm rocking my 360. I'm still happy with that. You know, let me play my JT, you're, you're literally still in middle school. Get I know. JT, JT, be thankful you can still play NCAA right now. That's that's what it is. You know that the last one they made is still going for like 60 bucks. I have it. I bought it. Actually, no, I think I saw somewhere like it's going for like $200 to get the last one like refurbished. The fact that people are actually spending that much money on a game that's seven years old. Yeah. Renewed for Xbox 360, $250. For an Xbox. Wish. If they would make it backwards compatible, all these new systems, so I could actually play it, I would pay like a hundred bucks for it. Easy. Or you can just mod and get a modded version of it. I mean, I'm not doing that on the brand new system, but you can get a modded version for the PlayStation 4. I might try that now just because I'm not using it anymore. I don't know why you would pay that much money for that. It doesn't make sense to me. Pay much money for what? Because you can still, like, there's some people that, like, you can still, they still find ways around to play it. I got my I mean, 12 for like no, it wasn't 12. I got uh, I think I got 13, the one with a uh, with RG3 on it. Right. I got that one for like 10 bucks at GameStop. Works That's fine. what I got. I mean, I don't you don't need like there's no difference between 14 and 13 and you can well, still I, get all the updated rosters online. Well, you can actually actually the only difference is 14 you can play, you can use you can do the the my coach thing. And start as a coordinator. You don't have to start. It, the earlier ones didn't have the option for a coordinator. You had to start out as a head coach only. Really? I played, yeah. what's his name the other day? I played not Dynasty, but the other thing. And it's like when you're doing like the little coaching thing, you can choose to be just a, the offensive or the defensive coordinator. I just do offensive coordinator so I can control the offensive snaps. Yeah. That's the one that I got unless I got I'm thinking of a different one. Well... Either way, you know, I'm not spending $200 for a game. I wouldn't spend $200 a game, for a game either, but, like, for a system, that's a blue Well, no, for a system, it. yes, but for an individual game? Yeah. That's stupid. Somebody must be paying for it, though. Idiots that are desperate enough to get it, then yeah, but like, uh uh-uh, uh, that's not uh, not worth it same, at all. The same people paying $800 to $1,000 for the PlayStation 5 are the ones paying 200 for that game. Hey, I already told you, I was blessed with a Christmas bonus, so this wasn't really that much. You got, you got yourself a COVID bonus? Nah, like, uh, because of, I, I forgot what I, I, 
our superintendent said it was about, but he gave every full-time employee a thousand bucks. That's janitors, teachers, principals, wow. counselor. Everybody got a thousand dollars for Christmas. We got like, we cal- we calculated that joke. I was like, Jesus Christ, that's a lot of money. We got we got eight hundred uh, as COVID, uh, you know, a COVID bonus basically for all that we did, but it's not going to faculty, not like custodians and pairs aren't getting it. Like it's through just teachers and administration. Yes. I mean, I get it. I mean, I just I messed up. Know, a little messed up. I would much rather like try to spread the wealth, but I mean, I get it. Cause at first I didn't think that the, I ain't think that the janitors were getting it. And then they was like, nah, everybody getting a thousand dollars. I was like, that's wild, bro. Cause that's for everybody in the paycheck. A full extra paycheck. Got, like, huh? That's a, probably a full extra paycheck for the janitors. Yeah, just about. So I was just like, that's a very, very merry, merry Christmas. And then since they're considering it a what's his name? A um damn, my bad. The the Falcons still suck even on Madden. <laughs> yes, Jesus, they suck. they suck in real life. It's like that's eighty something schools. Well, let's just say like let's just say that's like you know eight hundred employees. Dog, that's a lot. Of, that's all. That's a lot of freaking money. Yeah, couple. I know our school by itself has eight hundred people. I mean, a hundred and like two employees. Mm-hmm. So just multiply that by eighty, and you had that much money to give out. Shoot, I would have been stingy. I would have just get. I would have hell with hell to gave it to teachers and gave us like fifteen hundred teachers and administrators. I'd have been uh, selfish. Well, yeah, we know that. Well, you know, our school got a couple of um, million of dollars to give away. I don't remember the exact number, but um, unfortunately, I work for a school that services college students, so the money went to the students for the most part. We only got like a couple hundred. So Really? Yeah. The students, I think, overall, if they were still enrolled, they ended up getting close to 1,400. They got 700 plus 611. For what? They got 1,311. I for going to school. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, Biden's canceled student loans for us. Right. Up to $10,000. I'll take it. Hey, that's something. That's $10,000 yeah, right. I have to pay for. Even though I'm a public servant, it's all gonna get forgiven in ten years. I'm just like, you know, take some debt off of me. I'm fine with it. For sure. Just as long as I ain't gotta. I don't know. Today is a good day. Shouts out to Metro Atlanta for pulling through. Like all all those, you know, the sports curses, and y'all finally pulled off the one win that actually mattered. It's about. Hey, we're not. Hey, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Those, you're, you're, we're, ba- we're basically. We got the, we got the runoff. We got to win the runoff to complete the sweep. 
I mean, if we're being honest, though, we're we're basically there. I I think it's gonna go. Don't, if it's any indication, ever. most of the time it reflects the election as a whole. Like I think we'll be fine, but it, I'm just it ain't over until it's over. Now. Yeah, don't don't doubt Georgia uh, solo. You <laughs> say don't doubt Georgia. We've gotten leads too many times just to blow it. Damn. Yeah. He's right. Well, let's celebrate. Even if that's the case, let's celebrate the small victories. I mean, y'all came through and actually, you know, up, up upset the real one that I cared about. I was like, y'all, like, going to, going to that football game had me, like, coming back here with a different mindset. I'm like, oh, hell, nigga, I ain't standing up for nothing. I ain't standing up for the players for, like, a week. I know my kids thought I was crazy as shit. That's right here. Like, All right, with go? that, we'll get started. In to Georgia Bama coaches. Always, I'm your host, JT, with me. Partially, they're playing video games right now. Solo and Lem. What's going on, fellas? You losing your games yet? No, we're actually up right now. Like I said, I'm the founder of this podcast. So, like I said, you could be the CEO. The founder does what he wants. I'm Steve Jobs. I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm just asking. I'm just asking a question. Steve Jobs. Don't get sensitive, man. We we haven't even started yet. You're getting you're getting you're getting sensitive about things. Now, I fill it up. Like, can I fill it up after the podcast, please? Thank you. No, you can't. You didn't do your job. See, now you got him started. God, this one started already in the morning. So what did I tell you like two days ago? I think it was two days ago. You need to be a good husband, spend time with your wife, and stop, stop Morris, being on the game so much. What did I tell so you like three weeks ago? You need to be like a good boyfriend or a good whatever you are to say a person right now. Like make up your mind. Yeah, Silence. Okay, so we'll uh, go to the uh, the distress club uh, for the week. I think we already have an obvious winner for the week. Florida, Florida, Florida. <laughs> Shouts out to the cleat being the MVP of the game, boy. <laughs> That's shoot. That is our distress club. That's the petty moment of the week. Everything. <laughs> That's That's all of it. Our final thoughts. I mean, we're done, guys. Good, good, good show. Good show. I just want you to know, like, you have to be a certain level of petty to be winning a football game and be like, you know what? They were Let tied. me screw it. Let me screw it over my entire team. They were to tied. Make a they weren't. It wasn't. They weren't winning. I understand, but they they had got the momentum back. They were basically yeah. going. It was to third win. down. They stopped them. You know, they were going to get the ball back, and Kyle Trask was going to go do something. Oh, sure. Say, hey, I just want to let everybody know. Uh, shout out to um, Mac Jones. He is officially 
your Heisman Trophy winner for this year. There's yeah, nobody I else. That, it, it's over now. The the most like I guess the only argument you can make for somebody against him is Devontae Smith at this point. That's literally the only other person that can take the yeah, Heisman. Yeah, but we know by now that they they this 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 is a quarterback award and nothing else. I get that, but like I mean, if there if you were going to give it to a receiver, Devontae's numbers are just off the charts. If he didn't oh, play right. Alabama, he would have a, he would that. have a, a solid chance. But the fact that Mac Jones is the one actually throwing him the ball, it's his chances are really slim. But yeah, I would just like to say congrats to the third Alabama Heisman Trophy winner, all under the the headship of Nick Saban. Like I said, freeze that man's brain when he's thinking about dying. We'll bring him back whenever we get the technology. When are they going to change the name of the stadium? Hell, like all Never. he has to do is just beat Bear Bryant. We need this national title this year. And it, it'll be Bryant, Denny, Saban Stadium. Seriously. Or they'll be like, or they'll do it like they do it in Duke. How like they got the stadium name, but they'll name the field after him. It'll be Saban Field. Saban Field at Bryant Denny Stadium, yeah. Yep, Saban Field at Bryant Denny Stadium, no doubt in my mind. Just like Auburn, the only good thing that you've had come out of your school is Cam Newton. Name the field after Cam Newton, please. Like the only success you will ever have in life. Mm-hmm. So uh, with that, we'll, we won't necessarily talk about the games. There really wasn't anything interesting. Uh, the Army-Navy game, I think, had the most interest in it, and that there was 15 total points in that game. Uh, hey, what are you talking about? It's America's pastime. It's America's greatest tradition, excuse me, outside of the Masters. Yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll move on. Uh, preview next week. Um, blowout win by Alabama. Yes. Uh, Anybody that says that Florida was going <laughs> – Let's get the forget this. Let's just get to the real argument. Who's everybody's fourth seed? We don't even need to debate this. Let's just go ahead and talk about it because we already know what's going to happen. If Ohio State beats freaking Northwestern, which they probably will, yes, I, it would make my day if they did lose. But let's just say that they're going to win, which they probably are. What are what's going to happen? Does Ohio State make it? I think and they're going to they, oh. And do they deserve to make it? Two part answer. If they're they, going to let Ohio State in, yeah. If they if they did not want if they didn't think that Ohio State was going to have the resume, they wouldn't have had them in the top four of all the rankings so far. That's stupid. No, I I, I don't I don't disagree with that, but that's just the re- this is showing you this is telling you that the the committee believes that they are one of the four best teams. That's insane, though. How can you be one of the four best teams and the only ranked opponent that you've played you struggled against? Be honest. Like oh, if this right. was any, if this was any other team, like I'm sorry, I'm and I can't believe I'm actually saying this. Like I kind of see where Lamorris was coming. Yes, last week when he was talking about Cincinnati. I don't think Cincinnati deserves to get in over Notre Dame, but they damn sure deserve to get in over Ohio State. Just saying. I would have told Ohio State, find somebody to play this weekend. Exactly. 
I, like there's got to be somebody right. that's going to willing to play a power five team. But I think that it's like, why? What's the point of me doing that? Because like, I, I think they honestly know how bad they are. And that's my honest opinion. I think they know how bad they really are. Well, that's why they, they I think it's the rules because they knew that they had to have a choice because they weren't going to have somebody in. They they knew that they if they, they were going to have a team, legitimate team with a shot to make the playoffs if they did not allow Ohio State to play in the championship game. It's just facts. I just, I just uh, what's up? I I just saw it coming. Um, in terms of Ohio State just getting their way in, only because. The clear cut, in my opinion, they are they are the clear cut at least number four, if not higher, right? If they win their championship, and we know there's an emphasis placed on winning a championship, um, they're getting in. Yeah, but you know, Honestly, I think here's how it's going to go: Alabama's in, clear, obvious, right. But see, I don't think that that's on my bad. I, I mean, interrupt y'all. But here's the reason why I don't think that that's fair. Because like, I, and I mean, I'm a conspiracy theorist, but not really. Like that's literally going to screw over Bama the most because you have a potent Ohio State. Yes, while they do suck, you've only played seven games. Alabama would have played eleven conference games. Eleven conference games by the time that they see Ohio State and they'll be four. So you're telling me. Well, here's the thing. I don't think Ohio State, State will be four. What do you think Ohio State will be? I think they'll be three. Yeah, Over I think who? they're. I think Notre Dame. Uh, unless that's, that's Notre Dame will be number four. That's dumb. yeah. Unless Clemson. I don't know. I, that's just kind of how I see this going. Clemson's going to beat Notre Dame, whether it's a blowout or a competitive game or semi-competitive game. Clemson will beat Notre Dame next weekend, I'm guaranteeing it. But Notre Dame's resume will put them in over anybody else, but just barely, so they'll be the fourth seed. And they'll play Alabama. Ohio State will play Clemson. Clemson will just demolish Ohio State. Alabama will demolish Notre Dame. And they'll play, they'll be once again, Clemson, Alabama playing for the national championship game. The one thing that is, the, the one thing that goes right in 2020. The only thing that goes right in 2020. Oh, then it's supposed to happen. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, for me, like, the biggest thing is, is just, like, I don't under, I don't understand how a team that only plays eight games. And I guarantee you, I can see the other side of the ledger, that if Alabama would have had eight games, you know, only in – that I would be arguing for them too. But it's like the short dominance that by which Alabama is winning their games against ranked opponents. Like, we beat Mizzou when they were ranked. We beat Auburn when they were ranked. We beat Georgia when they were ranked. We beat who else when they were ranked? I think that's it. I think we beat three, beat three ranked opponents. I think Ole Miss four. was ranked when you went against them. They weren't. They weren't. Not yet. They weren't. They were on the verge of being ranked that they would have beat us, but they were, like, in the top 30. They weren't in the top 25. So, like, we beat three ranked opponents, and we beat them by a margin of, like, 30-plus points. Like, that's, that's impressive. But you're talking about uh, Ohio State team that's beat one ranked opponent, 
and then that ranked opponent they only beat by a touchdown. Like, I, I don't see how you reward somebody. Even I, I don't even think that they deserve to be the third seed. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I wouldn't punish Notre Dame for I don't know, damn near getting yeah, the best I, win. I don't disagree with you. Season. I don't disagree with you, but also think about this as well. If you were to drop Notre Dame only to number three, we would turn around and have them play Clemson again. Right. Have them play the same team three times. And at the end of the day, this isn't just about who's the best team. Who's What's going to bring in the most money? And that's why I, I think Ohio State's in. And as bad as it is, I, I still think Clemson, or not Clemson, but Cincinnati finds a way to make it in somehow. How does Ohio State and Cincinnati find a way to make it? They're not making it in over Notre Dame. You can't. A team with no signature win is not getting in, in, into the playoff. It's impossible. What signature win does Ohio State have? I, I can't even count their win against, um, who was it, Indiana? Yeah, but I'm not saying it's, playing playing it's not a signature win. Cincinnati doesn't but have they, anybody on their schedule. They would have won a conference championship. That's the difference. Like, they would have won a conference championship in a Power Five conference over Cincinnati winning what? Conference America or Conference USA? Which one? They're, they're, they're Whatever American it is. Conference. I don't know. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're in American. But they have no games against Power Five teams. There's no signature win that they have this year. It's not like the. So, it's not like when Memphis was really good, Central Florida was really good, South Florida was really good, where the wins against the, those teams meant something. The wins have never meant anything against those teams. They won more. They meant more than they did this year, because those teams are. There is no. There is no team other than Cincinnati that is relevant out of that conference. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I, as much as I know that they're not the fourth best team, I just. For some reason, see them sneaking in. That or Texas A&M. Texas A&M has a better chance than Cincinnati. I would give you that, absolutely. Because they're one loss. It's the number one team in the country. <laughs> Can I help you? Can I help you? For our listeners at home, uh, one of Solomon's lovely dogs, which is this Leia or Ray? That's Ray. Ray. Ray got all up in his business. And I'm talking about I can smell the kibble move. <laughs> yes, baby. <laughs> but no, Cincinnati has they have about it just as I think Coastal Carolina is more deserving than Cincinnati at this point, if we're being completely honest. If we're if we're being completely honest, so honestly, I think Liberty I is more deserving than Cincinnati. Liberty played three three Power Five teams this year. Liberty it's also had some losses. Liberty did have losses, but they only I'm have one loss. Saying, I mean, oh, they only have one. But that's it's only what one I mean. loss. It's like. I would much rather see a team like that get a chance than you know. I don't know, then Cincinnati. Like, Coastal Carolina would at least be entertaining. 
like they get slaughtered, but it'd at least be entertaining. Cincinnati is now I'm like, okay, it's Cincinnati. I wish Cincinnati would have played Ohio State. Um I wish they would have week. too. I think they would have won. That would have been a Just great a game. battle. Battle for Ohio winner goes on to essentially goes on to the playoffs. I think that that would have been perfectly fine. I don't think Ohio, I mean, I don't think Cincinnati wanted, would want to do that, though, if we're being completely, absolutely I, honest. I think they would. I don't think Ohio State would because Ohio State would have more to lose. That's why that's what Ohio State wouldn't want anything to do with that game. Mm-mm. That's a lose-lose situation for them. They win, they beat, they beat a team that they were supposed to beat. They lose, they lost to a team that they were supposed to beat. They killed their chances before they even got to the uh, championship game. Let's be honest. I couldn't even know more. They killed their no chances in August. You got their chances killed in August with this stuff. And that's going to be the main argument from the other side. It's like, oh, if we would have had the prep time that everybody else did, we would be right on everybody's level. It's like, dude, your whole conference is ass. It's like you're beating up on the same people that didn't have the same amount of prep time. I'm just saying that for them, because like if they were playing, they're not even beating up on game, them. Not even beating up on them. They're they're winning close games, right? You know what I mean. So that's one of the arguments that I heard is that the Big Ten didn't have prep time. But I'm saying they're the same. The team, the whole conference is under the same circumstances. So like you can't yeah. say one team. Also, also all those coaches were saying. We're ready to go. We're ready. We're ready to play. Our guys are ready. Blah 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 blah. You you said the whole time that you were out pushing for your ads to start the season that you are ready to go. You're prepping. You're acting like you're playing next week. Obviously not because I don't like because James Franklin looks like he's getting his dead gun plays off of Madden rookie mode. Like I swear, like this year. Like, it's worse than Kirby Smart's offense from two years ago with Jake Fromm. Like, power right, power left. Four verticals, slants. It's literally, that's literally it. It's literally, that's that's literally been his entire offense. That's been Penn State's entire offense this year. And, and he was the biggest pusher saying that this was a mistake. We should be ready to, we should be, we should be playing. But you should have your team, if, if you're going to talk all that talk about, hey, don't get me wrong. I like James Franklin. He's a good coach. I, 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 I and I like Penn State. I've always, you know, been a fan of JT has an affinity for ball people. Just, just let's just be honest. Wow. Dad's ball. Oh. JT has an affinity for ball people. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, anyways. You talk all that junk about how you should be playing, that you guys are ready. You, they've put in the effort. They put in the work, blah, blah, blah. And then you put that type of effort out on the field. You can't walk that one back. You can't. They will try. But you beat Michigan State. Michigan State with Nick Saban. No, sorry. No, not not that Michigan State. Not Not that that Michigan State. No, not that one. No. Okay. So then it doesn't count. (laughs) They have no excuse. They have more time to prepare than any other conference outside of the Pac-12. I don't care. No excuse. We've got our four. Well, we've got three and a half, maybe. Three and a half, yeah. 
Yeah. Like I said, I honestly do believe that somebody else deserves that spot more than they do. But I mean, whether they decide to give give that that spot to somebody else and they give to Ohio State, I mean, cool. My biggest thing is Northwestern, please beat Ohio State. God, please beat Ohio State. Like if Northwestern beats Ohio State, I'll be the happiest man on the planet. So then we got then who goes in? Is it going to be A and M? Yeah, I think you you put in you put in A and M. Then I think that you know you can get into like the A and M, the Cincinnati, the uh, Coastal Carolina debate. I I, and and people Coastal's way too far up. They don't they don't recognize Coastal as a legitimate. Playoff. I honestly would give I would give Coastal a I mean it, in my in my opinion it would go first and foremost I think Cincinnati and Texas A&M Texas A&M being one A Cincinnati being one B and then I would give Coastal Carolina the nod before anybody else Coastal Carolina deserves a New Year's Six Bowl whether anybody wants to hear that or not if they win the Sun Belt Conference title which they're probably going to buy fifty. Like, they deserve to get a New Year's Six Bowl. Like, just like UCF did when they claimed to be national titles, national title champions. It's like, it is what it is. That honor is probably going to go to Cincinnati because the bylaws state that it's the highest-ranked non-Power 5 team that gets that at-large bid. And at this point, Cincinnati's higher. So... Well, bylaws are stupid. We need to go by common sense. Like, don't punish a team for going out there in a time where all you can do is play against the people in your conference and there's complete dominance. I reward dominance over – and the amount of games that you've played over your name. Like, I'm sorry. If LSU somehow pops out six and six, you know what I'm saying, or, or, or was like six and four – I don't believe they deserve to go to a bowl game or a, a better bowl game than a team that went ten and zero and actually okay, won so their also, game. Let's also are, let's are, also get this this out there. LSU has given themselves a bowl ban. All right, they get in a year that they're, they're not, not going to be bowl. eligible for a bowl. Woo. that's smart. Honestly, if I'm the NCAA, I'm going to be like, really, really, it is. It's what we're doing right now. Okay, fine. We'll add on to your your your, your sanctions. It's okay. 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 <laughs> Sorry, that is just the most I, thing ever. I think that's a smart idea. Shoot, it's like, hey, I'm already screwed over. Why not just, you know, hey, I gave myself a bowl band. You can't get mad at me. I feel like there should be some sort of rule to prevent teams from doing that. Um. You can't announce a bowl ban after you lose out on going on going to a bowl. Like it to me, that is pointless to announce that. Well, I mean that That's you can say the actual. same thing about you can say the same thing about like you know recruiting rules. Like, I I mean it is what it is. You kind of kind of like you know go through it. You know if they like said, boom, you can't like you know do certain things. Like recruiting wise and cheat, people are still going to do it either way. So I just say, you know what, F it. Like, let them do it. At the end of the day, like, they're going to be bad for a, a long time. So they're already losing out on their recruits, which is a whole different issue. 
a whole different issue. This transfer portal's got to go. That's my one controversial topic uh, of 2020. You said the transfer portal's got to go? Mm-hmm. Heck no. The transfer portal and, is the best thing for player mobility in the NCAA. Right. It's too much mobility at this point because everybody's getting, what's it called, the little waivers to play right away. Um, Someone sounds like an NBA old head purist. Don't take away kids' freedom to choose where they want to go. No, they could leave. But, uh, yeah, and I, let them I play think... where they want to play. Okay, but, first, but here's here's my only caveat against your argument that they can just go. All these coaches pre- preach about loyalty, and you you, you know we, we're you have to commit to your program. But let's be honest: at the end of the day, if the right person knocks on that coach's door, yeah, exactly job, it could be week six of the season, and they're undefeated. They got a chance to go to a national champion. They're gone. They are 100% gone. So don't talk to me about this loyalty and staying where you're supposed to be when these coaches are no better and the biggest hypocrites when it comes to the concept. Ooh, that boy JT started preaching like a Baptist preacher. I don't have an issue with players transferring. I don't have an issue with people or coaches leaving I think there should be some sort of rules to it I don't think coaches should automatically get to up and leave whenever they want and then automatically get hired to a new job not not require leadership that would require leadership in the NCAA right and that's what that's why I say the transfer portal's gotta go because at this point there's it's just free reign and not only do you have transfer portal issues, you're having decommitment issues because of transfer portal news or because you offer a player, but you have to pull back that offer because you know you're going to be getting someone else that's better. That's just the name. That's the name of the game, bro. Like you can't I know, get, I, I don't feel like you can get mad. Like perfect example. One kid that I know for sure, like Christian Williams, transfer. I mean, went to Miami, okay? promised within a year that he was going to be starting, worked his behind off, and probably is without a doubt one of the best people in their secondary. Manny goes back on his word and get in um and takes another kid. Okay. That I and that, that Christian from the story that I was told was that Christian earned the spot outright. I mean he started as a dead gone freshman, put up good numbers, kid was doing everything he was supposed to do. I don't know what the coaching decision was in that point. So you're telling me that a kid like that who's got certified talent but has been screwed over by in the coaching situation has to stay in that situation and doesn't should and should be charged a year of eligibility and doesn't get a chance to start right away when he gets to go somewhere else all because of a vindictive coach? That doesn't make sense. Well, to me. it's here's the thing: there's the waiver system, and everybody's getting waivers at this point. As long as you have any sort of sob story that's related to football that's life so, i mean that's that, but, that's life like that that's everybody saying, like the system is the system is rigged against everybody i mean when well, i everybody right. but it's rigged against more people than others I, so like my biggest thing is is that if 
if it's going to be rigged, I mean, make it rigged for everybody. Give everybody an opportunity. Like, the biggest, I think the biggest thing that has done in student athletes this year has been the pandemic. Because now everybody's getting an extra year of eligibility, which I told y'all was going to happen, even though everybody was like, they're not going to give those kids extra year of eligibility. They wind up giving everybody the extra year of eligibility. And now you've got, you know, coaches accepting jobs midway through the year and actually taking away kids and scholarship opportunities, like more so than the transfer portal. Like, I know of a situation right now where a kid was offered a scholarship and then that's probably going to be rescinded because like a a new head coach was offered the job before the season was done. And now they're having to reassess every uh, scholarship offer that has been taken out. And I just don't believe that's right. If you like if you decide to take that job with scholarship offers already being handed out you should have to honor those scholarships. Like it's, it's, you decided to take that job. That's your personal consequence. So you can't punish a kid if you're not going to punish the adults that have the real power. I just, I I can't get with that. But but that's the story that's, that's the story that we've been telling since the beginning of, you know, college football, it's, the kids get penalized for the decisions that adults make, no matter what the situation is. Because we don't have, there's no one else, there's no one else that we can penalize. But, you know, how, how can we penalize this booster? How, how can we, how can, how can you penalize we do to this coach? Shoot, like, take him away, tell him that he can't be a part of the program, but they know that you can't do that because at the end of the day, that booster provides more money and more of a service than that kid does at the end of the day. And they'll, they'll, they'll ever get it twisted. Don't yeah. ever get it twisted. Because there's, there's, there's multiple Najee Harris's, there's multiple Mac Joneses, there's multiple Julio Joneses out there in the world that you can go out and refine and discover. I mean, that's just facts. Like, Especially if you're good, they're gonna go find you. But like, you can't replace somebody that's worth, you know, twenty million dollars. They don't care about that kid. No, they don't. But here's the thing: there, there should be balance within both. So the coaches, if a school offers you a scholarship, they shouldn't be able to just rescind it without some sort of legitimate reason, like your grades or you don't qualify well, for this that, or the like other. The NFL does it where. If they want to rescind that scholarship, they lose the scholarship for that year. And that's – But see, here's how you, know, you get around my, that too. Like, it's just – it's what's his name? You get around that with the transfer portal with, with itself. Now, I have an issue with the transfer portal when it comes to that because, like, now the transfer portal has made it where, like, coaches don't have to be coaches anymore. Like, all you got to do is just be a, a smooth negotiator. You know what I mean? Like, why would I build a program when I can just go out and I can, like, you know, get two or three good kids from the transfer portal? That's how of Will Hall this. made his way all the way to Southern Miss. And you're, and you're, abs- you're absolutely no, literally, right about that. Those that don't know, Will Hall used to coach in the GSC when the three of us were in college. He coached at West Alabama and that school that's in Carroll County, Georgia, that we don't really like to say their name of. Uh, but he did not bother 
with high school football players. He exclusively looked for JUCO and transfer players because he didn't have to develop them. They came in ready to play. And look where this guy is now. He went from small D2 schools in the middle of nowhere to a Division I program in five years. Five years. And, and that that right there, yes, that I definitely have an issue with because it's like then I don't believe that you're an actual coach. Like I think that you're just real good at putting pieces together. Like, I mean, I give John Calipari more credit than – say a coach like that because at least I mean with the one and done system you have to go out and you have to recruit the kids and then you got to get them to play well together knowing that within a year you're gonna have to do the exact same thing all over again I'm cool with that okay what I'm not okay with especially in the sport of football you have to play for three years like you have to play you can't come out out of high school you got to play for three years and the fact of the matter is is that you will rather use the transfer portal rather than going out and giving, you know, I think kids that honestly deserve a chance over somebody that's transferring to their second and third school. That within itself with the transfer portal, I don't like. What I do like about the transfer portal is, like I said, like Jalen Hurts, if you, quote unquote, get screwed over in a, in a circumstance where you're 26 and one or two as a freaking starter of a team, and then a guy that your coach says is just better than you, comes out onto the scene and takes your spot. I don't think, I don't believe that you deserve to suffer. I do have a problem with a kid that's like, you know, like I, I'm on my fourth team in four in four years. Like that, yeah. But I can't hold that kid accountable when I see college coaches doing the exact same thing and selling their seat, their teams, uh, teams short and everything like that because now they have, better aspirations of what they want to do case in point south alabama's new hire but i mean it's neither here nor there yeah uh, a lot of truth in that um but you know we we gotta we gotta start somewhere uh we gotta we gotta fight figure out the right way to get this this thing changed um and I don't think any legitimate change is going to happen until we have a we have legitimate leadership, you know, someone that can regulate everything. I mean, yes, make transfers easier, more streamlined, regulated. Make paying athletes regulated, streamlined, because these things are going to happen whether you condone it or not. Might as well regulate it so this doesn't turn into wild wild west that we had this season with, oh, we're not going to play. We're going to play. We're opting out. Oh, wait, well, now we're going to play. Let's go. A strong unified core in this will help streamline things and give us better products on the field and more equitable product on the field. Equitable treatment for the players, equitable treatment for coaches. We need – Leadership, 100%. Uh, I agree with that. Like I said, before you hold, hold adults accountable, before you start to hold 17, 18-year-old kids accountable. That's all I'm saying. Nobody's disagreeing with you, Solo. 
No, 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 no. I understand. No, I think we're we're, yeah. we're all in agreement with what we're saying. I agree with you, which is crazy. Um, I just you know, I have real strong feelings about that stuff. Like when you have adults that take advantage of kids, but then when a kid wants to do the exact same thing that a daggum adult does, everybody has a problem with it. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was touched on in the, the movie that I mentioned to you guys, uh, Safety. The guy was getting the, – the player was getting help from one of the coach's wives taking his little brother to school and back. And that's an impermissional benefit. The kid the, – the, the player's younger brother arrived to school so he didn't have to walk there every day. And that was something that could have – could have taken away his eligibility. See, that's nuts. He had dinner at the coach's house. And that could have taken away his eligibility. That could have put sanctions down on the program and they lose scholarships. A guy whose mother is in rehab, family has zero money. And you're talking about taking away this kid's eligibility because he's trying to eat, because he's trying to get his brother a good education and get out of the situation that they were, because like they were, his, he, they, his, his mother and his brother were living in the projects in Atlanta around drug dealers, kingpins, all, all that stuff. And he's just trying to give his brother a better life and he may not be able to play football because of that. That, pay the players. I mean, yeah. Pay, pay, pay the players. and I mean, but obviously, you know, have some control over it. I mean, don't just be like, oh, oh, your mom wants a new house. She's got a regular job, but, you know, and she's she's doing fine. But, yeah, she wants a new house. Yeah, she's got it. That's, that's ridiculous stuff. That's reserved for the top players. I'm sure <laughs> Trevor Lawrence has a, a new car and house um, that – he didn't pay for it. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, probably. And I mean, that's like I said, that's life. But the normal college athlete, don't don't take it out on them. Guys, don't be petty. But also, shouldn't... <clears throat> I mean, this is America. Shouldn't you be rewarded for doing your job well? I mean, we get bonuses, you know. Question. I'm going to respond to that. <laughs> say say you're a janitor, right? Yeah. You clean the crap out of uh, the bathrooms, the offices, everything. You're doing the job extremely well. Do you get paid extra? You should. You should, but do you? Is that a no. common thing? No, but I'm also not even just. I'm talking about the revenue that he that Trevor Lawrence is bringing into that school. Should get a cut of it. Yeah, but the biggest thing that we always talk about, like Title Nine, is always going to be like the biggest thing. Even though I don't like, I believe Title Nine is was institute. I mean, was revolutionary for high school college sports for females. Absolutely, one hundred percent essential. Okay, it did not account for the absolute like juggernaut or revenue stream that football and basketball will become in respects to men and women's sports. 
Okay. So I think that the law needs to be amended to like, yes, like equal funding, but we don't get equal pay. Like, let's just, let's just, I mean, let's just be honest. Like you, you get paid for a certain set of skills that you have in a particular job. Me, I'm a teacher with a master's. Okay. I am a pay grade, but a great, a great pay grade above someone who's also a teacher that only has a bachelor's. Okay. That's because I have a particular set of skill. I spent an extra $40,000 on something that I needed in order to get more money. Okay. That's simple. Equate that to people's skills. God don't bless everybody the same way. Okay. It is what it is. If somebody generates more capital, give them a piece of that capital. It is what it is. Like, I'm sorry, like UConn girls, like outside of the football team, they might get the basketball team might be making more money than any athletes on the campus because guess what? They go and watch them. They don't go watch the boys up there. Girl. South, South, South Carolina basketball. The girls actually might be on the same revenue path as the boys because you have equal viewership. The boys team is good as well as the girls team. The girls team whoops somebody by 112 points. Like Tennessee back that, when Pat Summit was there, I'm pretty sure there was more of them watching her her team. Then there was watching the boys. Equated to this, like, let's talk about like celebrities in Hollywood. Robert Downey Jr. made like a hundred million dollars off of Endgame, and they're like, he doesn't need all that money. Blah blah blah. The movie brought in over a billion dollars, and a lot of that was to see Robert Downey Jr. in it. Should he not get that much money? I think he should. I exactly. mean, like I said, he's bringing in that money. He should get a cut of it. Are we still trying to keep players as amateurs, or are we getting rid of the amateurs anyway? But but, no, but see, no, I like don't. I I don't think that that's fair either. Don't put say that a kid should be like they lose their amateur ability. Like who cares? We you've been paying kids. Or been giving kids favor since they've been 14, 13 years old if they're good enough. Like kids ain't been amateur since they was since they was able to do what they're doing right now at a very here's high the level. hypocrisy. Uh a violinist gets a full scholarship to Juilliard. While they're still in school, the Philharmonic calls them and say, hey. We got an empty chair. We need to cover tonight. Here's $500. She doesn't lose her scholarship to Juilliard because of that. But it's crazy, right? Yeah. But the guy that's bringing in millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue in some places like Alabama and Clemson, a billion dollars in revenue to the school. A booster wants to hand him a $100 check, say, hey, go have dinner on me tonight, take care of your offensive line, because they let you get 500 yards of passing in this game. Now that school's in trouble. That makes no sense. Like, there's no such thing as amateur sports anymore. Like, my, like, my biggest thing is like this. Take, for instance, Derrick Rose, John Wall, playing AAU ball at 14 years old, and getting, you know, free shoes, free, you know what I'm saying, like free everything, free gear, everything that you can think of from Adidas and Nike, you know, from an early age. 
is that taking away their amateur ability? I mean, their amateurism because like they still went to Memphis and played. John Walston went to Kentucky and played. Like, I just don't think that you can say like, okay, they're no longer amateurs if we pay them. All well, at the same time, it's like by definition, yes, they're no longer amateurs, but by definition, but like in but at the heart of it, at the heart of it, college football and college sports in general are still college sports. Okay. If we are making money, like just like I mean, you can't do it in high school because hell, we don't we like like your regular high schools don't make no money. Now I think high school students at like IMG. And like you know, Bishop. Well, IMG, Mormon, you can like, still be like twenty-two going to school there. You know what I mean? So They're it's not like, I feel like for playoffs you, in Florida. So it's like I feel like if you have that type of argument, then that's fine. Like that type of argument, you're good. Like you, we can have that money debate in high school, but normal high school, like you can't have that debate because we don't make enough money anyway to divvy up against kids. But when you I'm start getting something. into college, but we talking about millions not thousands millions get them kids a piece of the pie dog i mean like even at like d2 i remember driving down the street saw a massive billboard that had a that was a close-up of multiple players sitting in the locker room a staged picture using that like how can you how can using that that those those pictures that you can clearly see who these players are, because they're literally sitting in the locker room taking these pictures with their helmet off. How can you say then that this is amateurism anymore? They're literally models at this point. Like I, I which is why I'm like, just make it make it literally just make it a free for all. Like I guess put some sanctions on it, but like just bring to light what everybody's been doing for like the past forever. But here's my thing. You you put your stamp on as the NCAA. You get money back from it. You're going to get your you – know, the NFL gets his cut of all the things that are name, brand, and likeness of its players. They're not starving for money. I think the NCAA is trying to protect some of the smaller schools. So what happens if you make it a free-for-all? I think – the Alabamas, the Georgias, the Clemsons, the Ohio States, the schools that already have money are going to get even better. And you're not going to have a team like um, Coastal Carolina or Cincinnati or any of these other schools who can't really afford to pay the top players to come there. They're just going to Here's the thing, though. You're not adding scholarships. You're not... It's not it, – it, these players are still going to go there because those are the people that are recruiting them. Because if, if – here's JT. the thing, Coastal Carolina – if Coastal Carolina calls me – right now, Coastal Carolina – Alabama calls me, I'm going to go to Alabama. If if you have to trans – say you're not playing at, at Alabama, but you're getting paid because Alabama can afford to play its players, would you still transfer out to one of these smaller schools – just because if you're it's going to be making it to the league or not, yes. If I'm going to, if but I, I'm let's, not, let's, I'm not putting tape let's, out there. But let's be real. Most of these players that are transferring outside of the one or two quarterbacks are not league players. Because if they were league players, they'd be playing. I understand that. I'm not disagreeing with that. But you don't understand how many players that we saw 
at Valdosta that had no chance of playing anywhere professionally, no matter what the league was. They they were not good enough, but they were convinced that they were. They're still going to transfer. They're still going to go somewhere so they can get themselves on tape. Am I wrong with that, Solomon? You saw it. No, and I think the biggest thing about this is like how this is how it's going to be. That's why I say I think it's a free-for-all. And I think it's an even better decision if it's a free-for-all. Like, if free-for-all, that means, yes, go ahead. If you if Alabama can pay that better player, let them go to Alabama. Here's what you wind up doing. I believe you start making more opportunities for more players. Because, yeah, I'm going to add all these people to my Alabama roster because, yeah, guess what? Now they can play. I mean, we can pay them. Okay, so what about the Coastal Carolinas? What about the dude? There are only one percent, one percent of the entire populace that plays high school sports go play college collegiate sports. That's ninety nine percent of kids that actually could or want to go play. They don't. You make more opportunities for more people. Give those kids an opportunity. My thing is this. You're not going to not have those teams. Who cares if you don't protect them? Bro, guess what? If Joe Blow off the street goes to Coastal Carolina versus what they already have, guess what? We still ain't going to know their quarterback. We still ain't going to know their job. We, we don't know anybody on that team regardless. I don't know who is starting quarterback for um Western Kentucky without looking it up. Is that going to change whether they start playing people, I mean, paying people or not? I know Georgia's starting quarterback. I know Alabama's. I know Ohio State's. I know Auburn's. I know that because those teams are more prevalent. You're not going to hurt the smaller schools. Who? who what's going to happen? A four-star decides to go to Alabama and, and have to fight for their job in order to play, which was going to probably happen anyway. They stay and they make a little cash because they weren't going to make it to the league. Now they have a degree and some money in their pocket rather than the same exact thing happens. And, you know, there's less mobility because there's no money around. But now I don't think other kids are getting the opportunity. Those spots are going to get filled regardless, whether it's a top flight team or not. The spots are going to be filled, but you're not going to have a Felipe Franks transferring from Florida to Arkansas. You're not going to have. Why would you? Why would you? If, Arkansas if has got just as paid. much money as Florida does. Oh, exactly. no. No. Do you realize no. who is an alum of Arkansas? Sure. Who? Who? who I, Jerry Jones, baby. So, anyway. Jerry Money Jones, bro. And, and you don't he think that if Jerry Jones can now legally throw that money around, he ain't going to do it. JT, here's my proof. Why aren't they paying their prospects like all the other uh, top schools are? They are. They are. Why aren't they paying the good like, prospects? You, you, Why aren't the they part, there? Like, prospects don't want to go there. Arkansas went good for four or five years ago when they was funneling a ton of money in there. Like, they, they just don't a, have a, a string of name-brand coach. They, they had a string of two good running backs. Right. And they but haven't I mean, been good since. Since 2006, 2007, right, they haven't been able to find a coach that, like, my thing is this. Why would I pour my money into a dying product? Are you going to pour your money into um into Ford trucks right now? Hell no. Nah. Am I going to pour my money into Apple? Yes, I am. I guarantee you if Ford would make the improvements that Tesla was making, 
I would pour money into Ford. Same concept. But it, it, even let's let's take it back to Alabama was not a good team for for decades. God, yes. Bro. Do you from, think their boosters stopped paying money? To but they here, didn't stop paying the their players. They did. Here, here's the thing. Alabama has history. Alabama has arguably the two best head coaches in all of college football history. Two of the best, at least. The two best. The two best. That's that's history enough. You know, yes, they went through however many years, I don't know how many years it was, of being absolute trash. But when they when they hired Nick Saban and let him build that team, that turned that franchise around and they're going to be set until Nick Saban leaves. It is what it is. If everybody's giving everybody money, the difference down go back to the coaching staff. Exactly. What can they do for you? So what if nothing situation is not going to change the quality of play in that aspect because you're still people are still gonna to want to go play for Saban, whether he's giving you zero dollars or a hundred dollars. Exactly. All right. And I think like the, the rich only get thing richer. That you might get is a still... mid-major guy go going to I mean a guy that's really good going to a mid-major because the mid-major might throw their entire revenue budget at him to get him to come there and, and you know take their chances on like having like a superstar quarterback and I'm gonna pay you, you know half of my daggone budget or whatever it is that I got to take to get you there and rolling the dice on, you know, having sorry players around you and you making you better. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, what's the harm in that? Like, I, I feel like there's like money's not going to corrupt an already corrupt system. You be like, you can't I, corrupt I a corrupt say, system. I didn't anymore. say it, it would corrupt it. I, I just think the rich get richer and the poor get poor. And so here's situation. how you remedy that. Those smaller schools that get the guarantee games against Alabama and Georgia and, and Clemson Charge them. Charge have them a up. higher price of the guarantee game. Boom. And I just feel like that's better. But my that, but do you see what I'm trying to say? Like, all I'm saying is that at the end of the day, if you introduce cash, what's going to happen? Alabama's going to get another, uh, uh, what, two or three more five stars because they got deeper pockets? Them – you're going to give an opportunity to another kid, bro. That That's all I'm saying. Like, that kid yeah, But that, here's also the thing, though. Here's the thing. Those mid-major schools, they still have money. And you know what? This may actually level the playing field a little bit, too, because if I can no. – Hear me out. Hear me, uh, and, uh, I, I, hear me I out. I agree with JT on this. Scholar, cause think about it. They're going to give the same scholarship money. They're going to get – they're going to get the same stipend money. And then all of a sudden – I'm going to be able to play here. I'm going to actually see so, my first year and get paid. So question, when we say pay players, are we talking about a set price or a free-for-all? Like I'm thinking free-for-all. Solo I'm saying, saying free-for-all. Free because I'm saying free in, a free for, in a free-for-all, this, this is why I, I strongly disagree with y'all. There's a reason that there are salary caps in a lot of the major league sports. Because Not if you don't have a salary a salary yes, cap. A scholar cap in baseball. Yes, there is. Yeah. Since when? If you don't. Yes. There's two caps. Cap. There's a yeah. soft cap where you pay a luxury tax for going over that. And then there is a hard cap. You don't go over the hard cap. Okay. Okay. So then do that. But here's my biggest thing. 
like if if I go to Alabama and I go to the booth that says, "Hey, we got we want to get this kid," but if we go over this cap, it's going to cost us one point two million dollars extra to pay this to pay this luxury tax. Then, then that's different. They're going to pay that's, it. That's that's going to pay. That's it. going to be different because if, if be you have a cap, if if you have a cap, just like in the NBA or whatever, like yes, there's going to be times where you go over the cap. But you can't just sign everybody that you want and disregard the cap and pay the tax. If it's just going to be a straight free-for-all where it's straight money, okay, you want to go here or you want to go to a lower level Mississippi State since they have a new offense. Okay, we'll match them whatever you want. And then now you could come here and uh, play for a championship. So would you take what's the money? The, that's what I'm saying. What, what's what, what's the big deal in that? I'm just trying to find I, out. I what, think what's, in what's the harm? in that sense, in that sense, I think the top players are going to go to regardless of what happens. Even if even if they're not playing, they're just sitting on the bench. I still think they stay with an Alabama, a Georgia, a Clemson. I think there may be multiple top teams. A Florida would still be in there. Um, whoever. Right. But if, as long as you can afford it, I think you could buy your team. So what I think that, I'm that affects you, like what's the issue with that? I'm trying to find that out. Affects, I'm trying to see what the problem is. That affects the low tiers. Like the low tiers How? in theory, in theory, right now, they still have a chance of being good just based off if they get recruits, if they start coaching well. They in theory. They have an even shot. If you put money into it, I guarantee you players are going to start choosing money. Question, question, question. Quick point to this to disprove you. Boise State, they all got kids that you look it up, type it up, type, type, type. That you, those mm-hmm. years that they were successful, none of their kids were like, I think, above like two and three stars. Like Boise State just threw the but, kitchen sink at people. Like, but do we agree plays? that Boise State during those years they weren't that good? Like they weren't powerhouse good. They were they were ranked their top. I would more say they were winning games. But that's what I'm saying. They was winning games with kids that nobody wanted. That's the, that's what I'm saying. Again, shoot, that's the same to, argument as Cincinnati right now. Lamores, I get that. What you're not hearing what I'm saying. We're not talking about like do kids deserve to like you know play for if the championships and aspirations and all that. I'm saying simply where teams are adding money, where money is already being added that we might already add that I might add. It's already there. It's not going to change the playing field of what you see right now. If I offer a kid. More the, the same amount of money that I'm already paying them now, but it's just more public. Like it's just public now. Like they're they're st- they're already paying these kids. So now it's just out in the open. What is that going to change? Nothing. You're still going to get the Bryce Harpers, the D, uh, the JT Daniels of the world to go to Power Five schools. I they're don't just think being it affects, open about I what they're paying them now. Solo, That's solo. I don't think I don't think in terms of power. Power teams. I don't think anything really changes because they're still going to get the best players. They're still right. like, regardless, specifically the worst teams, the Vanderbilts are going to get so much worse. 
How are they going to Van, get so Vandy much is worse? Going to get so when much half worse. of the team that goes to Vanderbilt the reason, is, all, is the, simply there for the education and solo, they can play. They solo, were going to suck regardless. Solo, they're going to suck regardless, but they're going to get so much worse. If I had a choice wow. to sit on the bench and get paid at Alabama or go right. to Vandy and play and just be trash, I would sit on the bench and get paid at Alabama. But if they're that bad, Alabama's not going to recruit them. If they're that bad, if they're that bad, Alabama won't recruit them anyways. The the top the top players for like a Kentucky, a Vandy, and Arkansas, where they're potentially four stars, and you could sit them on the bench at Georgia or Alabama or Florida or LSU and have them develop. I would take that before I would take an offer from a Vandy, a Kentucky, a Tennessee, just just because at least I know. But see, you're looking at it from somebody that's a very logical, statistical chess. That has nothing to do do with statistics. That has nothing to do with statistics. No, 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 but but you're speaking from a different different point of view. All, All I see is money at this point. If I know I could get more money somewhere else, I you're not thinking like it. a regular 18-year-old kid. What do you mean? If point, I see money, you, that's all I'm saying. It's like J- JT, if I see money, I'm going where the money is. But they're not going to pay you it, like the most. They're not going to pay you. They can go to the NFL. Sorry. They not going Who said I was sorry? I said the top prospect. I I don't think Alabama's going to pay a three-star or a two-star to come sit on their bench. I'm talking about they're actual already good. paying those niggas though. You really think Matt the Mac Jones didn't get no money to sit the bench as Mac good as Jones he was a four star? That's what I'm Nigga, saying. That's, that's a, what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. Hold on. Like I like let me like JT. You see what I'm saying, right? It's like they're all you're you're not thinking money. like the the regular 18 year old kid that thinks he can play in the in, in the professional leagues. I got a kid that doesn't play basketball in my class last year that is under six feet tall. He's like five, five. And he has on his aspirations just to play in the NBA when he doesn't even. He ain't making it. Oh, the so take the money. He needs, he, he can't be that delusional that he thinks he's going to make it. Yes. Take he the is. money and run. Take the money and run. You don't understand take how it. delusional an 18 year old is. You don't. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, you have no clue. I've always seen thinking about it like see, a grown, seen about it as a That's I've, you, I've though. Always, You're I've a financial person. You go where the money is. That's who you are. Not kids, bro. Not kids that got hoop dreams, bro, or football dreams, dog. They, they want to go, go. They want to go dreams. Forget them dreams. They want to go, go exhibit go their collect talents. a check. Go collect a check and go overseas somewhere for football. Yeah, Where? go to go to Canada. Germany? Go Canada? go to Canada. Go to Mexico. Mexico has a nice little up and coming. But here's the difference. So here's the difference with that, Lamorse. They're actually playing when they do that. They're going somewhere where they're going to be seen on the field. That's what mm-hmm. they're able to do. They want to So you rather you rather go get seen somewhere else, not get paid, and you're still not going to go to the league because you're never going to go to the league. Because anyway. they are putting yeah, here's the thing. They've it's more likely that you get there if you're seen or if you're then you're if you're sitting on the bench doing nothing. Exactly. But if you weren't going to make it anyway, there's there's, but here's the thing: I mean, they don't see that. They will fire that. these coaches, specifically y'all two, who aren't telling these kids that they ain't making it to the league. 
Stop giving them false dreams. That's all you know. Like giving nobody no false dreams. You can't tell them anything. 18 year old tell no That's what I'm saying. You can't tell no 18 year old nothing, bro. All I'm saying tell them nothing. All I'm saying is this: is that at the end of the day, at the end of the day, and the argument still remains the same. That the money is already there. The phone, this this phone is in existence. Whether it's behind my back or not, it's real. The money is already being paid to these players. All we're doing, if we say we're going to pay kids, is we're going to go from this to this. It doesn't change anything. It changes nothing. Nothing whatsoever. If a kid wants to sit on the bench and get paid uh, ex- like a couple thousand dollars, ten, twenty thousand dollars to put in his pocket and then leave school, never go to the league, but have a nest egg. There's nothing wrong with that. It's their choice. All I'm saying mm-hmm. is that Alabama is going to pay four and five stars like they already do, like Georgia does, like everybody mm-hmm. does. I got three specific examples that I'm not going to say because I'm not going to affect the kids' eligibility. But they like school, big schools offered this kid the moon to come play for them. And they said, this person said no, just because of his upbringing, his family. Okay. That's cool. Like different kid. If he decided to take that money from them people, guess what was going to change? What what was going to change? Nothing. Because they was already offered it to him in the first place. He just decided to turn it down. Like, they are giving people money anyway, bro. I say make it public. Give everybody what they want. And guess what? If you get some kids that decide that, okay, I'm going to go here and ride the bench, that opens up opportunities for other kids. How many times mm-hmm. have we heard a story about a kid coming out of nowhere that didn't get an opportunity, walks onto a team, and swans up starting for a power five school or a mid-major school? You hear those stories all the time. Now those kids will actually get opportunities to play outright, like, let them play. I say let them play. Pay them and let them, let them play. All right. So let's let's move on. Uh, this conversation we can we could spend a whole week doing podcast episodes. You've got ten seconds, Lamboris. I have one petty moment. Um, just to speak on the coaches that hype these kids up, knowing that they're not making it to the league. We have someone who's playing college ball right now. That somebody coach that's not going to make it to the league. But I guarantee, if I ask Solo. Um, if he's going to make it to the league, nine times out of ten, you really honest believe that this guy's going to make it, even though, you know, he's a junior right now. He's only putting up 13 a night, you know. What are you saying, talking about? I, I'm not going to say his name. I don't want to disrespect oh, bro. him because he, like, he can hoop on It would be one thing. It would be one thing. It would be one thing because I know who you're talking about now. And it right. would be – one thing if hold on real fast. Oh, he missed me. It'd be one thing if the kid wasn't getting NBA interest already. Mm-hmm. That'd be one thing. But the fact mm-hmm. that he's already gotten calls and stuff from GMs and has, you know, can has passed people's workouts, like he's gonna wind up going just because of the numbers. Like you he's putting up many LeBron numbers. He's top ten in O in OVC. Points, rebounds, and assists, top 10 all time in the conference. Mm. Just saying, putting up better numbers than Ja was. We'll, we'll revisit this uh, next okay, year. Okay, so let's let's move on. Today's 
And we've already run pretty long anyways. Uh, we'll jump to the petty moment of the week. We just uh, had it. I think Lamoris just did his. Uh, Solo, do you got something that you need to look up for a second? I've got another one. You, I was asking Solo, do you have one for us, or do you need to look? Need some time to look it up? I need some time to look it up. All right, Lamoris, go ahead. Um, I think the biggest one for me this week was just a couple of them came from Kyrie Irving. This guy who signed the contract to play NBA basketball and talk to the media decided that he wanted to only do his media interviews or whatever you may have it by re releasing public statements pre-written um, just through his account. Well, the NBA decides to respond and give him a, a little bit of a $25,000 fine. And I think they find the Nets as well. Cool. Kyrie responds to that by putting out a post that calls everybody in the media pawns and that he does what he wants essentially and all this other stuff, uh, not realizing that he looks like a complete idiot um, for being petty, you know, to the NBA, your employer. If we did that to any of our employers, I guarantee we'd be fired. But, you know, mm -hmm. freedom of speech, I guess. Yep. Yep. All right. So I'll do mine. This one actually came, came from work this week. It was pretty funny. Uh, our media specialist uh, sent a mass email out the entire school saying, uh, saying somebody took my betta fish, bring it back now. That's not right. We're moving it from its environment environment and then somebody responded saying "Ooh, maybe somebody has a taste for sushi for breakfast <laughs> come to find out she was the one that actually stole it like like one of the ap's pulled up the camera and so walk in, the, the woman walk in there take the beta fish from the, on the tank in the tank and put it on her cart and walked out <laughs> are, are we talking about the one that said the sushi comment took it? Yes. The very one oh, that said the sushi comment took it. Oh, they're 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 petty. <laughs> I like it. Oh, that was good. What you got for us, Solo? A chain. Are you, are you talking? We can't hear you. Are you, are you, we, we can't hear you. No, your, your mic, you're unmuted, but we can't hear what you're saying. We got nothing from you, big guy. While he's doing that, I'm going to throw out there that the NFC East may go from being the hapless team to having actually two team hapless conference to having two teams make the playoffs somehow. Yeah. Who would make it outside of Washington? The Giants. 
They're both six and seven. The Giants have the tiebreaker right now. I got to check the playoff picture because I that is so hard to believe. I know. It's, well, I mean, Arizona's going the wrong way right now. Right. And Minnesota is not going to is not going to do it. They're not going to make the playoffs. And then, I mean, I mean, the other wild card is is uh, is Tampa Bay, and that's it. And then uh, you'll have the the Rams, the Seahawks go, Tampa Bay and uh, New Orleans go, and then uh, you've got the Packers, and then. You've got a shot at having the Redskins and the Giants make. Well, not the Redskins, the Washington football team. So it's it's three wild cards, right? Yes. Okay. So you have the Saints in. You're going to have the Giants slash. Um, San Francisco in, whoever. Mm-hmm. Or not San Francisco, Washington. but uh, Washington. You have Green Bay. You're going to have Seattle. Why don't you or... discon- disconnect your headphones, Solomon? Maybe just use your computer's mic. All right. There we go. Yeah, we got you now. Yeah. What's your petty moment of the week for us, Solo? Um, hello, yeah, we got you. All right, hold on. And the Bears and the Lions have the same record as uh Washington, too. Yeah, uh, but I hope. But- the lion, bears and lions are not trending in the right direction. Hello? Right. We hear you. Yes. Can you hear us? Hello. Hello. We can hear you. Okay. I can hear us now. We can hear you. Hello? Solomon. All right. There we go. Sorry. I don't know what happened. My bad. Okay. So what's your petty moment for us? Okay. My bad. I'm doing two things at once. Oh, okay. Oh, that 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 understands why this is happening. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, my petty moment of the week goes to the Philadelphia Eagles for Thank you so much for realizing that week what is it? Like 8 or 9 that your quarterback is trash. 
and that the real starter was on the bench all along. Thank you so much for starting Jalen Hurts. The future is now. Thank you and good night. Little little late to start the future. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So we'll move on to final thoughts here. Uh, what do you got, fellas? The MLB needs to bring a universal DH. Um, I know they just ruled to not have it for this season, but um, it's completely pointless to have half of your league play by one set of rules and have a roster set up to play by those rules and then the other half of your league set to go another way and then in the playoffs you know they're just kind of out of luck at least in the world series when they play each other uh bring the universal dh or make every pitcher hit either one make it happen okay yeah i, I like the idea of making the pitchers hit That's cool, um, but yeah, you know, I, I liked having a DH for the Braves this year. Made us look a little more potent. Yeah. All right, Solo, what are your final thoughts here? Get the PS5. I'm lonely. Get the PS5. Download your game and your tag so we can play. If, if Notre Dame actually pulls off the upset with Trevor Lawrence on the field, you'll buy me one, right? Shit, me. You better ask Lamar. She's the money guy. <laughs> Anyways, uh, my final thoughts uh, is a conspiracy theory uh, against the Jets. They are now not even trying to hide their uh, tanking for Trevor. Um, and I'd say that because last week we know that Jets blew the game. Um, that with five seconds left, uh, giving up a 50-yard touchdown uh, in a cover zero situation. So it matched this criteria that 252 pass plays in the last 15 season, less than 15 seconds on the clock, down four to eight points, 40-plus yards from the end zone. This was the first time the defense sent six or more pass rushers in that situation. They're not even trying to hide the fact that they're, 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 they're like, yeah, we're going to lose all 16 games here. We screwed up trying to, you know, almost winning a game. So we're just going to, we're literally going to give up the games now. Um, and then fire the defensive coordinator for your mistake. And they, they try to make it, try to make it look like they didn't want that to happen. They fire the defensive coordinator, um, which. I'm sure he's. He's happy to go. It doesn't really matter because all of them are going to be gone anyways. I once again say to our perennial number one pick, do not go to the league this year. Take a year off. Take a year off. Work with work on your craft. Don't go to the Jets. Don't go to don't don't do it. It's going to be it's going to be when they're the number one pick next year. What then? In sports. I mean, he's tall enough to play basketball. <laughs> what if the Jets' prevent uh, defense just isn't good? That's why they didn't run it. 
You don't have a good prevent defense. You got a lot more problems. <laughs> I mean, they. That's the case. Put eleven, put eleven skill guys and put them on the on the goal line, and just just hope for the best in that situation. All right. I anything to be a fly on that wall when that happened, though. Oh God! What the hell is happening? Why are we seeing six? Why is he wide open over the top? What the hell? I, I can't imagine being a player in that huddle. What? What, what did it, we just? What did we just get called? Are you, are you sure? We, we have any more timeouts? Shit! No, we don't have any more timeouts. I mean, I mean, can we just. You know, no, oh, oh, okay, we're doing this. All right. Anyway, who's, who's to say the players didn't audible? <laughs> change, change everything. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I don't. I don't know. Jets okay. are at this point. They ended in the most Jets way possible. Uh, but with that, I think we'll get out of here. Okay. Um, we got enough damage for today. Um, stay safe. Happy holidays. Hanukkah recently started, so happy Hanukkah to all of you uh, out there that celebrate that holiday. One more week left of school for some of us. Finish strong. Get out of here. All right, be safe, be good. Boos.